to November's Sonic Collective pick of DJ Shadow introducing Scott C. picked this one. Uh, we had a little bit of a problem. By that, I mean I screwed up the recording. So we're, not only are we a little bit late this month, but we lost the first half of the actual recording we did with Scott. I have Darren and Alan with me to... Hello cover off the front half of what we've done and we will start with Darren in place of Scott giving a, a little bit of a rundown on the pick and why yeah 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 thanks and hey technical difficulties happen that's uh that's the nature of it and it's funny because we we switched software we were using that Zencaster and we couldn't rely on it and then uh, now uh, Google's messing up on us now, but uh, that's it was okay it was the human in the... Oh, no, don't take the blame. Uh, I can't, I have to... Okay. Anyway, anyway, well, yeah, so I'll, <laughs> I'll do my best here. And uh, forgive us in the, these reviews if we might say something again that may be said a bit later. Uh, it's, don't think we're crazy. We just maybe forgot exactly what we said. Uh, but, yeah, so um, it is on the soniccollective.com. If you go to the pick, Scott uh, actually has a little audio reasoning why he picked it and, and he actually wrote it in there too so I'll, I'll do my best to summarize so I, you don't necessarily have to do it but basically Scott said he was just uh, listening I think to his playlist and uh, this song came on by DJ Shadow a modern song called Nobody Speak and it uh, featuring uh, a very popular rap group Run the Jewels uh, and he loved the song and it is actually if you go to our website it is there it's a great tune I actually agree really good tune and he just thought, oh, I've never heard of this DJ Shadow guy. And he started to research and he found out he was this uh, iconic kind of underground DJ that really followed the style of uh, the kind of that New York uh, old school rap, like you're kind of your public enemies and, uh, uh, you know, Eric B and Rakim and, and that kind of like those 80s rap groups. So he was really influenced by that. Uh, and he, he just started to kind of make his own mixes and he, he he was very basic and he only used three pieces of equipment right i uh, i don't want to get this wrong so uh all he did is an akai mpc 60 sampler a techniques sl 1200 turntable and uh an alessis adat uh tape recorder like that's it that's what he used to make this so i think scott uh, thought that was pretty interesting and amazing so he went back and chose uh i don't, I don't actually don't know if this is his first album was it anyway. uh, yeah it is it is his first album. So this was 1996. So, so yeah, but it, I know it had taken him two years to release this. Um, it had been quite a long time, and uh, I don't think he was really making any money like most uh, musicians uh, don't. Uh, I'm struggling and going through depression. Young guy living in uh, I think he's from New York. He's yeah. from New York. And um, yeah, so he would just uh, comb through uh, old records and find these samples. He's just a total picker. He's a total digger. Uh, he would go into these record stores. And also a good video on that on our, our website as well about that. Um, so anyway, that's it. And that was the album we listened to this month. Uh, it, it's, it's quite different. But actually with that one, and I pass it over to uh, Alan, and he can start off his primary thoughts about the album. Sure. All right. Yeah. So DJ Shadow, introducing um, first time I listened to it, I started with track one, which is called Building Steam with a Grain of Salt. And uh, that was where I got my first impression of the album. I thought it would actually be really good because I really enjoyed the first track. Uh, it's super funky, a uh, lot of percussion, which kind of speaks to me a bit. The samples seem to, to play nicely together. And so it kind of established my expectation for the rest of the album to be that good. Yeah. And then 
I was kind of disappointed because not every track felt as cohesive and uh, actually some of the tracks were outright irritating to me. <laughs> uh, Changeling is one of them. I think we we had talked on it in the previous recording. It's got this like machine gun sounding snare mm-hmm. drum that goes on far too long and just every I just can't deal with that. Um, there were a bunch of recognizable samples which I thought were was kind of cool. Uh, an organ donor, the song made me think of uh, Swollen Members. Yeah, that was my fave. Yeah, they used the yeah. uh, the organ. Hmm. Um, stem slash long stem was another track that I kind of liked, but I found it a little bit long. Um, a lot of the a lot of the tracks on this album reminded me of elevator music a bit, but in <laughs> ah, <you> know, really <laughs> good way, though. like not in a not in a passive, you know, it's just background noise way, but like I I did listen to it and. Some of it was good, some of it wasn't good in the end, you know. Um, it's certainly not my favorite album I think we've ever reviewed. And some tracks, again, were irritating. Some of them were really good. Uh, overall, like, I think what I really like about the album is kind of what you touched on earlier, Darren, how he he really just created it as a passion product project and he uh, he had some pretty rudimentary tools to to put the whole thing together. So mm-hmm. for that, I got to give them props, even if the final product isn't really uh, what I would necessarily catch myself listening to all that often. Yeah. Agreed. Scott G. Yeah. Uh, echoing a lot of what Alan said, I think uh, a big thing for me is that when you talk about like the bomb squad and these other groups that are doing some really high end production for hip hop and, and rap, uh, I'm a big fan of that, but we touched on it before in the original recording that I think is in the front half. Uh, how it's just missing the vocals, I think, is what really got me on this. I'm not as much a uh, uh, a rap instrumentalist. It just, even saying it sounds weird, right? Because for me, rap is the rhyme and the supporting tracks in the background, I think, are important. But I think they're supporting. I don't. I don't think it's really for me to just listen to the instrumental side of it and this album kind of proved it because he's obviously very good at what he does uh i can see the the technical mastery i i recognize a lot of the samples too and so it was interesting but it it was just flat for me i could there's a couple tracks that i know i could i could have it on playlist and be fine but to listen to an entire album by by dj shadow i don't think i would I would do that. It just, and it's not because it's bad. It's just not for me. So someone who's into this stuff, this guy is clearly at the top of his game. Um, starting out as a first album, I always feel you get a really good raw take at, at an artist. And so I can appreciate that. Having looked at some of his newer stuff, there's some more polish to it and that, which is good in uh, as well. But I like when they're still learning, when they're still a little raw, when they haven't been as commercialized. You know, they they have a little bit more artistic freedom in, in some cases, especially mm-hmm. if you're just recording it on, you know, three things you picked up at Radio Shack. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, overall, I, I would recommend people listen to it. Um, would I say it's going to stay in my stable long term? No. 
No, it's more of a historical thing. I mean, hey, I like history as much as the next guy, but I can't say I go back and reread history books, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, I really uh, uh, agree with the guys too. And um, I, I found uh, I'm a big music fan, and I don't like to bash any music because it's all art in the you know for that person and others that really enjoy it, but it's definitely not my thing either. It was really slow in general. I, I said, I like organ door my favorite. I think it was the fastest song probably mm. why. Um, and I just, there wasn't a lot of cohesion to it. It's quite long. It's an hour and three minutes. And I just, it's hard to just sit there and listen to beginning to end. And, and you know, and maybe this album is really more meant to just be part of a pl- songs in a playlist necessarily than just sitting there and listening to it. Yeah. Um, uh, I think if you're probably an EDM fan and kind of are skewed towards EDM, that's more hip hop based and rap, you know, kind of vibe based than, you know, some other stuff like drum and bass or stuff like that. You, you, you would probably like this uh, more than we do. But uh, if you're not, if, even if you're just like, I'm a big hip hop fan, love it. I love a lot of the old school stuff, but I love the new stuff too. Like, uh, um, but it just, I don't know. It, it didn't it didn't really work for me, uh, and then I found. Uh, I think I mentioned this last time, and I, hopefully it's not repeated. But I found like I always look at myself. I'm like, if I buy that in vinyl, that's like ten stars for me. Uh, maybe not vinyl, but I might buy it on iTunes. That'd be like you know like an eight for me. Or if I don't do that, but maybe I'd you know listen to the whole album on Spotify every now and then. Maybe that's a six, or maybe it's just something that it's. Uh, uh, a playlist one song in there uh you know maybe that's around a four or i just don't listen to it and that's a zero and <laughs> for me I, I think it was like yeah if i heard a song on a playlist that's probably where it is for me it's, it's not much above that it's uh uh it's, it's just it was too meaty too meaty for me and just not my thing yeah um yeah and then there's a speaking of that kind of style of music uh jay dilla who i really like he i think he died actually probably around this year in in the late 90s but he was another guy he just kind of he was a big beat maker uh and producer but he really just kind of made these chill hip-hop beats and uh and it really good really like him and he it is really chill music so for me that's a, a big deal so i would recommend checking out jay dilla too if you have the time cool yeah well, I think, um, I think we're getting close to like the 10 minute mark here tacked on to the other 10 minutes. So, so yeah, I think yeah, you're right. I think so. It's, it's a bit weird now, but, uh, uh-huh. we are going to, uh, finish our original, uh, uh, review. So, uh, keep listening and, uh, you'll hear Scott will be talking. So if all of a sudden there's a fourth voice, you're like, who is that? That is our other member, Scott Coates. Uh, he recorded from Bangkok, Thailand. So, um, uh, anything else guys before we, Switch it over. Oh, sorry again. <laughs> yeah, stuff happens. Yeah, stuff does happen. Oh, something just yeah, happened. Something just fell down. <laughs> anyway, with that, with the house falling down, we will kick it over. So enjoy the rest of the review here right now. And uh, join us for Alan's next month pick that we'll have up right away as well. And check it out. Check us out at thesoundcollective.com. All right. But stay tuned. But peace out. Stay tuned. But stay tuned. Peace tuned. <laughs> They, uh, they use the same sample. Yeah. That organ. I, I do like small members. Too. Well, and the funny thing about this album is uh, I listen to it on Spotify and every time you get to the end of an album, if you haven't queued anything else up, it just picks something. Right. And I think about yeah. three times uh, I would be listening to it. And then all of a sudden the song would come on and it would be amazing. I'd be like, yes, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for on the album. How come I didn't realize this before? And every single time it had queued up a massive attack song. And was oh, playing yeah. it so, yeah. so. And I did like uh, you know, and you we posted it in the uh, on the website 
I recommend to go check it out. The Nobody Speak that he did with Run the Jewels. Like, that's a great yeah. song. Yeah. Like, oh, I, it's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great. I can see how you heard that song and went backwards from that, like to hmm. pick him. Like, and I do. Video was like video of the year, I think. It's such a great video. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I just watched it just before here just to oh. get a, accustomed to it again. And it, it is great. It's great. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love music. Like, I, I just figure, like, he should just do collaborations with MCs. Because, you know, I'm, I'm very much, I like the MC part, too. Like, so, I, I think, yeah, like, he's obviously talented. But, but it's know. certainly no cocktail, Darren, as you've pointed out. And I noticed that you own cocktail on vinyl. So, um, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, that, see, I would buy that. <laughs> I did. I bought it. <laughs> well, and I think... Yeah. I, well, if you, uh, I think you hit on something there for me because when the uh, I can't remember his name, but he left Depeche Mode and he he formed Revolver and he uh, he collaborated always, even though he was synthing it up with either uh, DJs or or musicians like vocalists, right? And yeah. I think that's probably what's missing for me here is that it's really ultra, uh, no pun intended for Depeche Mode, uh, instrumental. And, and I don't think I, I'm really feeling the instrumental side of hip hop and and sampling. Well, really, you know, funny you touched on a good point, and that's think of all the the successful pop DJs. That's all they do. They all they just they produce these songs and then get somebody to sing on them. But you know, they're not the singers. They just and that's that's huge. That's a huge chunk of pop music. Yeah, yeah, totally. Aline, anything else? Um, I. The tracks, some of them were like 30 seconds long. Some of them are nine minutes long. And I think for me, that was part of the problem with trying to, to get through the album was like just listening to it from front to back, which is how I, I try to consume these albums that we review. Um, it, it was difficult for me because sometimes I felt like I was in an elevator. You know what I mean? Like it's some of it was elevator music samples. It felt like, so I don't know. Yeah, I, this was a tough one, man. It was it was a tough one to kind of try and enjoy as a whole. A few tracks stood out uh, as piecemeal, kind of, and I, I could see it being used effectively, uh, you know, in, in commercials or something. Like I don't know if he licensed oh, yeah. his tracks for commercial use, but like, yeah. um, you know, I just to listen to while driving or something, I would, I would say no, because it would make me fall asleep behind the wheel. <laughs> Just as a, a slight correction, it wasn't revolver. I was thinking of, it was recoil, um, as the, the band, the, uh, Alan, when he left, um, Depeche Mode. So that was my mistake earlier. Yeah. Well, I, I hope you guys don't view it as a bust. Like, I, oh, no. I'm, kind of, I'm sure to pick this one and it's kind of funny how it is kind of in genre that we all like, but we also all feel a little uncomfortable with i think for me i liked it more over time when i think back to listening to it a month or so ago i turned it off more and i i can get through the whole thing now there's probably hmm. three or four tracks i'll add to playlists but overall i probably won't listen to the whole album again but as a musical kind of timepiece or experiment yeah. like i find it interesting it's to me almost like if you're doing a, a study of music progression course this has a place to be listened to for one or two listens within that journey of sign of getting to electronic music and, and, and that, but yeah, it's, it's mildly uncomfortable and, and I don't love it, but I appreciate it for a number of reasons. 
Yeah, and it kind of brought me back to like when we reviewed Craftwork, uh, and I think mm. that was that was like my first pick. I think yeah, it was one know, of them back, sure, yeah. back in the day. Um, Three years ago. Yeah, and it was kind of the wow. same thing. None of us really, we didn't really dig it, you know. But um, it, you know, given given the history of it and the significance. And like Scott mentioned, the evolution there, like I think um, DJ Shadow probably owes the debt of gratitude to Kraftwerk in some roundabout way because whoever influenced him was probably influenced by Kraftwerk. Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock an album for not being in my wheelhouse, right? Like I, totally. I won't pretend that the entire musical universe is supposed to, to bend to my tastes or else Nashville would or you don't be wiped off the map so yeah exactly <laughs> okay so uh right, some scores yeah 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 how about how about scores uh elaine um you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give this a two out of five um you know i would probably recommend it to someone just to listen to at least once because it knowing how difficult it is to actually piece together a, a cohesive album from disjointed samples here and there like that takes that takes some skill for sure so um just and everyone should listen to this at least once just to get a sense of it wasn't my cup of tea but um you know i appreciated the pick nonetheless and i probably wouldn't have been exposed to it otherwise so okay scott uh i'll give it a three i i'm with alan in that i think you got to sit down with this and and give it a taste give it the full album i think maybe i'm ranking it a little bit higher because uh i listen to a bunch of buckethead albums so i'm used to the really kind of disjointed studio-y kind of feel of this album and maybe i'm a little more forgiving uh on that side of things I think if you like hip hop, especially, you know, really public enemy and other really sampled stuff, even if you want to go the other direction and say you really like Pet Shop Boys or Depeche Mode with a, a real synthy kind of sound to it, this is worth listening to at least a couple times. And like the rest of us, you'll probably only get one or two songs off of it for your playlists. But honestly, that that's enough. Darren. Yeah, you know, I'm. I think I'm right in the middle there because as I was breaking it down, you know, what I recommend, I'm like a more two there. I don't think I'd really necessarily recommend unless somebody's really into DJ culture. Um, uh, influenced my taste. I was more influenced by the samples that he's using. So I, I was kind of like a two there. You know, the hype. I I, I came in at a three, kind of ranking a bit higher. So I guess that works at a two and a half, two point seven five type of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely got a lot of historical re- relevance, but. Just yeah, it just wasn't my thing. Mm. Yeah, I'll go a bit higher, and maybe it's just growing on me. I'll give it a three and a half. I think I would give it a like three and a half overall. I'll give it a four on recommend to others because again, I think like if someone's a study of, of music history, it's worth listening to and appreciating what he managed to pull off. Influence my tastes. I don't know. Maybe I'll give that a three because I have listened to a couple more DJ type mm. albums and projects since then, but. Uh, yeah, it's a tricky one. It's not a home run this time for me, but uh, I'm glad I listened to it a few times. Same. Mm-hmm. Totally. I totally. enjoyed the challenge of, of this one for sure. Yeah, good, good. Well, I hope yeah, I didn't piss you guys off too much for the month of November. But, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. No. If you would have picked Shania Twain, I just suffered through that uh, at the Grey Cup. Yeah, that so, good. yeah, yeah. Then we might have had words. 
but okay. you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> what you're saying is, because it's my pick next, I shouldn't pick Shania Twain. That, <laughs> you know, if there's other CanCon available, that won't get you murdered in your sleep. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm thinking of next after we uh, close okay. this out. And good. before we close this out, a, uh, a little uh, happy birthday to Darren. Who's <gasps> happy birthday to you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, anyway, uh, thanks, guys. This was an interesting one. appreciate your feedback. We never really know what uh, what's going to go down with these reviews, but good fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be up with a brand-new pick for December 2017. For t- uh, December 2017, that is, real soon. So thanks for listening to the Sonic Collective. Back at you next month. Thank you.